Hi, this is Mark. You're about to listen to my show. For the first time, maybe the second, either way, it's a pre-record, so you can't call in. Don't get tempted. I know it's exciting, but you can call in live every Tuesday, 9 a.m. Pacific, right here at 12radio.com. Enjoy the show. You're listening to The Mark Husson Show. Expect something wonderful. Hello, everybody, and welcome. It's so good to be here on this Tuesday of September 9th. My goodness, isn't it? It's crazy. Right after the harvest moon, I am still reeling in from an incredible weekend. I'll talk to you about it here in a little bit. But if you would, please come and join us at uh, the Facebook page by going over to 12radio.com and selecting, after you listen to us and you can hear me talking, click the chat button and get invited in. You just ask to be put in, if you haven't been, into the chat room on Facebook so that we can um, talk to you and see what's going on. I've posted a couple of charts. I also have my own Facebook page. Uh, Facebook Conference com. locked slash Mark Husson, and you can see a chart up there. Christy, I'm sure, brought it into the one two radio chat room as well. There's a lot of places to kind of roll around and look. We're using Facebook a lot. I apologize if you're not a Facebook person. I'm not sorry for you. I mean, I don't blame you in many, many ways, but we are using it as much as we can to keep us connected, and that's that's why that happens. So thank you for tuning in on this wonderful day after Pisces moon. You know, if you feel hungover and you have no reason to feel hungover, that's because it's a Pisces moon. So don't feel weird about it. It's kind of like those moons kind of get you. And I'm also going to talk about that. And that's why I put that chart up so we can see um, what the heck has been um, moving in our direction. There's a lot of power happening and building over the next few weeks. And I want to make sure that we're on the same page so that's why i'm trying to teach you these charts and what to do if you're a caller uh christy has already locked the phones don't panic if you're calling and it's and it's not letting you in uh you you just you didn't get in but if you are a caller and did get in please make sure to fill out the form that's above the um uh, welcome banner that christy put up at uh the facebook page uh, dot com our group page which you get to by going to one two radio dot com and clicking the chat link on the left hand side you'll come there you'll see our welcome banner with that handsome young man on there and above that is a is a link it says click this link to fill out a form I need the form I need that form to have your date time and place on it and then we're gonna run a chart and it's and it's, John John runs our charts and brings them to me, and then I get to talk to you about them. Is that cool? Okay, yeah. And if you hear the the tired in my voice, <laughs> I'm not at all tired. I had an extraordinary opportunity to spend an extraordinary weekend with an extraordinary woman, and you're going to hear that word a lot from me this week because or today. Um. I got to spend time with Louise Hay. I almost have to tear up. I tear up when I say it because I'm still um, reeling from the experience. She, Everything you ever thought good about this woman, throw it away and think five times that, ten times that. She's an extraordinary presence and is, is more true to herself than anyone I've ever met. And um, we even had a moment where we said, what's our takeaway? Like how many takeaways? I have so many things I took away from just being with her and talking to her. And, you know, she would beat me up if she knew I was gushing on any level. So hold your ears, Louise, just for a minute. <laughs> but um, I, it, it, it's the kind of thing where she's so authentic and real. It's not – tilt your head kind gushing stuff like that it's more i she's she's very present and very real with what who she is what 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 she knows to be her truth and she honors it and she honors everything you've ever read about her um and i just feel like i was zapped with um being an, around an extraordinary person is what happens and and i i think uh i thank you louise for allowing it shelly for being a part of that, everyone that got to participate with it, my staff who held an incredible space for me to have that opportunity because, you know, 
me and my staff have an intimate relationship. My staff are the people at 12listen.com, 12listen. I always promote them. But they are extraordinary in that they hold the space and we're intimate. We're, we're connected. They know when I've removed my attention. I know when they've removed theirs. We're, we're tied in. There's 50 some of them. And, uh, they held an incredible space for me to have this experience. And, um, it, it, for no other reason, it was like, uh, my friend sent, uh, my friend sent me a, um, a little quote that was, uh, from Driving Miss Daisy, ironically. Um, and it, it just meant the world to me about just staying present with whatever life brings you, which is a, a quote from Louise. So ironically, um, uh, there was a lot of tie-ins about my, uh, relationship with, uh, myself during that time. So anyway, I have a lot to talk about. I have a lot to process through. I'll quit babbling uh, and talk about what's happening in the world today. But again, I want to thank you. Thank Louise uh, and my staff for uh, holding an incredible space for me to have that moment. And I am back. I really am. And I'm uh, I'm just excited to be here and and learn more about what's going on in the sky. Now, uh, there is a chart, and the chart is uh, on, I think the chart now is, let's see, Christy brought it over. No, she didn't bring it over. It's okay, Christy, don't don't bring it over. It's all right. Oh, you did? is it there? It's under the comments. Let me look. Thank you. She did bring it over, bless her whole heart. Uh, you have to go to, the, to read the comments um, uh, under my banner, and I'm just like having it. I'm just trying to figure that out. Mine's not expanding, so... That's probably why I can't see it. There it is. View view more comments. There it is. Thank you, Christy. All right. That's the Harvest Moon uh, chart. I want to talk to you about that. That wheel. I got numbers in the houses, you guys. I actually remembered. Um, if you look at this wheel, I'm going to start at the top with you really quick. The circle in the middle is the earth where you were born. Okay? And when you were born, and again, we don't care how you got here, whether you were hatched, uh, incubated, a lab rat, uh, a test tube baby, uh, cesarean section, or just natural birth, doesn't matter. When you took your breath and you breathed life into that body, we snapped the picture of where you were born. And then we look at the, all the planets that were around you. Well, I erased all the planets that were around this full moon so you could put them back in on your own. Okay, so we're going to work on that. But anyway, the circle in the middle is the earth. The numbers around that circle are the houses. So notice that it's going in a counterclockwise motion. One, two, three, four, five. See that? All right. So you see the numbers, the just the single digit numbers, not all those weird numbers around the symbols. Now, around the very outer wheel are the weird numbers around the weird symbols. And what you will see if you look at the nine o'clock position is the number 606 in dark bold. And you'll see the symbol for Pisces under it, the H. It looks like an H. And it's in pink. And what it's saying is that when we, the moon, when we, let's pretend this is a natal chart, one of yours. When you took your first breath, we freeze. Boom. The planets, the sky, the circular constellations, all 12 that were rotating around the earth. We freeze them. Okay. And then we, we, that's your, that's your map. That's how, that's how, that's the guidepost. So when we froze it at nine o'clock position, the horizontal line, you can actually make out a horizontal line that goes from left to right, starting at six Pisces, goes all the way back to six Virgo. Yeah. Those numbers will always be the same when they're opposite. Okay. So that's saying when we took our breath, we lay out the map. This person was born with six degrees of Pisces rising on the ascendant. And that means if we're moving in a counterclockwise motion, seven degrees of Pisces, eight degrees of Pisces, nine degrees of Pisces, uh, 10 degrees of Pisces, 11, 12, 13, etc., all go into that first house because they're after the number six. Let that sink in. Oh, six is at the horizon. 07 is now below the horizon, etc., etc. Okay, now where would 05 be? It would be above the horizon into the 12th house. Now let's take a quick segue into looking at the second house, the one, the line that starts the second house. Okay, that's um, that would be about eight o'clock. It says 13. Aries. We ignore those little, the non-bold numbers. Those are the minutes and they can go up to uh, uh, 59. 
My brain's going to kick on here. Just give me some minute. It's like a clock goes up to 59. And then when it goes to 60, it kicks into the next degree. So here we have 13 degrees of Aries um, at the second house cusp. 14 Aries is going to go where? Into the second house. 15, second house. But 12 degrees of Aries goes back up into the first house. You kind of seeing it? It's kind of fun. Now, I'm going to give you a planet to put in here, and you tell me. But first, I want to show you. Look where the new the full moon was. The full moon means when the sun and the moon are exactly opposite. So what we see is Earth. See, we're in the middle. What we see is a big old fat light in the sky. This is the harvest moon now. This was the big moon in Pisces. And whenever you are bathed in Pisces energy, you are really dealing with the spiritual world, the psychic world, the world of intuition, the world of the past, the world of music, the world of uh, friends and dreams. Okay? So now we have 16 Pisces of that moon in the first house and exactly opposite 16 Virgo because Virgo is opposite Pisces. And soon you'll learn your opposites. And we see the sun, the zero, the circle with the dot in it. That's the sun. The sun and moon were opposite. And so that happened yesterday. It happened at 6.38 p.m. And you're feeling it today. Trust me. <laughs> you hear me? I mean, you hear it in me, right? I'm like, oh, I, I feel drunk with emotion. No, really, I don't drink. But I feel drunk with emotion. I feel drunk with like, ooh, I'm kind of like a hangover effect. And that's how you could feel. And some of you do the exact opposite. Some of you just get so crystal clear. But depending on where the moon lands for you in your chart. Now, let's go. Let's keep going. So you have to remember for yourself in your own chart uh, the 16 degree point of the moon. So let's throw in some planets in this thing and see how well you do. Um, now, I'd like you to take uh, – let me get the – I'm going to go get – I have to get the original chart here. Here we go. Now, would you please do me a favor and take the today's uh, – let's see. Mercury at 10 degrees of Libra and find out where it would land in this example chart that I placed for you in the in the room. So 10 degrees of Libra. So Libra looks like – it's light blue in this chart. It's a line with a um, sort of arch on top of it. Okay. And you can find the – I put the um, legend underneath and you can find it just to make sure. And well, where it is – and I'll tell you where it is to give you a hint. Libra is um, the line that that is in between the seventh and eighth house. Okay. So it says 13 Libra on that cusp. Where is 10 going to land? Is 10 going to land in the eighth house? Or is 10 going to land in the 7th house? It's 10 Libra in the 7th or 8th. So I'm going to give you 5 seconds to figure it out and I'm going to tell you the answer. 1, 2, 3. It's the 7th house. Okay? So Mercury's in the 7th house. Where's 4 degrees of Virgo? Virgo is the M with the crossed leg and it's at right now the 3 o'clock position on the natal chart that I'm showing you. And that's saying six degrees of Virgo at the seventh house cusp. Is four degrees of Virgo in the sixth house cusp, in the sixth house, or is it in the seventh? It's in the sixth. Okay. I want you to take, um, let's go to Mars, uh, 26 degrees of Scorpio. Where is that in this chart? 26 Scorpio. Scorpio is an M with the pointy tail. In this chart, it would be at the 1 o'clock position. Uh, and the 1 o'clock position says 17 Scorpio is at the cusp of that ninth house. So is 26 put it in the ninth house? Or does 26 put it in the eighth house? We're going counterclockwise. It gets greater. It's the, it's the ninth house. Where's 18 Scorpio? That's where Saturn is. It's the ninth house, Right? Jupiter's at 11 Leo, 11 Leo. Where is it? Find Leo. Leo is the cusp of the fifth and sixth house. Like the, it's right the cusp of the sixth, they call it. But you look, let your eye go down there to the middle between five and six. You'll see three degrees of Leo is that cusp. Where's 11 put Jupiter? In the sixth house. Why am I teaching you this? Because you're going to take your natal chart your natal chart and you're going to look on the outside wheel and you're going to find Pisces, the H, 
you're going to see where it is in your chart and you're going to put, see if it's 16 takes it into one house or the other. And you're going to know what house these planets are affecting you in. And if you only today can figure out where the 16 degree moon is putting you, okay, where it lands in your life, where it's putting your emotional focus, then you've just learned something very important about the moon cycles and you can track them. So if you're a Pisces rising, it probably landed in your first house. It could have been the 12th, though. You have to decide based on the degree. And the, and the degrees on the outside become the map, the grid, okay, to show you where those planets lie. It's that easy. There's nothing else you have to think about where these planets land in your natal chart. Isn't that cool? I think it's very cool, and I think it's really cool that you're willing to learn this with me because it is it's unbelievably important. Because it will help you get guided through this whole thing, okay? And it does, and it will guide you. Okay, now, I'm going to take a, I'm looking through some of your questions here. Um, um, <laughs> thank you. I want to say hi to some of you. Hey, um, oh, Kim, you expanded your name? That's great. I love that. I don't, I, maybe you always had it that way, but welcome. Hi, Helen. Hi, Patty. Greg, it's always good to see you, Miss the wordsmith, Greg. God, what I could do with your mind. Um, there's uh, April Joy in the house. Pamela, Debbie, good to see you guys. Joe, Mary. Hi, Michelle. Welcome, Carrie. Lori Winter, so sweet to see you. Vero, Lisa, thank you all for coming. Hi, lovely Christina Byers. You're a riot. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you are such a riot. Um, okay, so I'm going to hope that you guys are kind of understanding this because if you are, you get to kick on these planets and put them in your natal chart. And so as you're, as you're dealing with life and life issues, you can sort of see how they're affecting you. Now, I'm going to take a call just to give you an example. We're going to see if Robin's still in the house, Christy, and we're going to use Robin's chart as an example of how these planets can affect us. So I'll let her come on. Good morning, Mark. Hi, Robin. How are you? Well, not too bad. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you so much. And thank you for calling. You're an Aries. that You just barely made it into Aries. Do you realize that? Uh, actually, I was going to mention, I, you, you probably don't remember, was it, it was actually a year ago in September, I was on your show on Hay House. And, uh, oh my God, so a year ago? Kind of, it was, yeah, believe it or not, it was a whole year. It was I in love it. That is so funny. Here you are again. Yeah, and, and I'm sorry? And here you are. I love it. And here I am. Yeah. <laughs> now you made it into oh, Aries by I, the skin of your teeth. We talked about that probably in September last year, right? I mean, you, yeah. In fact, always... the funny thing is, I forgot to mention that they had to break the water. Oh, they did. Yeah, that is so, so cute. Just, I love it. It just I wanted to wait. <laughs> You're like I ain't going in until I'm in Aries. Okay, so that's beautiful. You have a Leo moon and you're a Taurus rising. I want the world to hear that so the people listening can know Taurus rising is your is your rising sign. So from that means the second house is going to be Gemini, the third house Cancer. I'm letting the people get a feel for it. Now, there are things like intercepted houses, da-da-da, but for the most part, um, we those are so easy, it's ridiculous. But let's go into what's going on with you and see what we can bring some information for that might support you. Well, I know that from from the time before, and I just wanted to kind of uh, update you that you were you were spot on as far as saying that um, there would be like a change in environment, you know, like on the home front, and uh, in six months, which would have put it to March, and my mom did end up going into the hospital, and then went into a nursing home for about a month. So you were you were spot on on that. That um, that change of you know, have somebody in the house would have a change of residence. Gotcha, um, excellent. Yeah. And you're okay? Yeah, are you I'm, are you dealing well with that? Uh, well, uh, mom is home. Mom Good. is home, and uh, so I'm you know taking care of her twenty four seven. You know, basically, Ugh, that's hard, isn't um, it? Yeah, and 
So I know that too. We were we were kind of discussing about my love life in the last time too. So just wondering if there was any further news on on that score. Looking for love, are we? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> listen, girl. Now listen, everybody. She has Uranus. I mean, she has Uranus at twelve degrees of Leo, and the Moon at seventeen degrees of Leo. They're very close together. If you all remember, I gave you Jupiter and Leo at 11. Uranus is at 12 to remind you, and the moon is at 17. So what we're going to see is a, another change, uh, possibly a change. How's work going, by the way? Well, that's another thing, too, taking care of mom at this moment. I'm not working. Okay. Um, so was, I'm concerned about finances as well. Okay, I figured you were. Um there's going to be a surprise for you, surprise help, surprise support. In fact, I would certainly look into more, getting some more support where you can find it. Mars is in score. How are you going to have time for love with all this work you're doing? Jeez. But, <laughs> but here's the thing. It's okay. It's okay. We want love. We deserve love. We need it. Okay. Mars is at 27 of Scorpio right now, and it's going to hit your Jupiter on September 16th. When it hits that Jupiter, what I really believe is going to happen is we're going to see a push to some intimacy, a push to uh, someone sees you below the surface. There's a movement inward. And I think that there is. On, now, according to this chart, not that the chart tells me everything, but Robin, it seems like you might have somebody in the peripheral. Do you have somebody already hanging out? Um, I'm hoping that he is. Okay. I'm seeing this girl. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Listen, I think you're going to get pleasantly surprised. Yes, love is looking good. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, okay, I mean, it's like almost tie the knot kind of closeness, like where you're like somebody who's bringing you security. I think that's on its way. I think it's very close. It's in your it's in your vicinity. I think that there's a, a still with that Jupiter Uranus thing. I think there's a surprise for you. It's it's a surprise either with a um it could be career, it could be with your mom. Maybe a surprise recovery, a su surprise sort of support that comes in. But yes, we're looking good for the changes and we're looking good for relationships seriously. And then I think what happens is we're going to see, what am I looking for here? Jupiter is going to trine all of that Aries in your chart and it's going to continue to trine it, especially romantically. I think you're going to be, I think you got more going on and you're telling me, but I think you're going to be closer <laughs> To this guy, <laughs> I think there's somebody that's going to be closer. Something's going to happen. You're not telling me everything. That's good, though. I think it's going to be good, okay? I think something really sweet's going to happen for you very soon. And I want to be the first to congratulate you on whatever it is because it's going to make you happy. Does that help you? Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're so cute. You deserve a lot more, honey. Just open to it. Not in relationship, just in life. Just stay open. You've been a good daughter i know you have and i know your mom's really lucky to have your her your support stay with it don't lose hope but there's a lot happening for you and it's really it's stabilizing and it's good you're going to be a happy camper really soon oh good thanks Mark. You, that's uh, you're welcome honey thank you for calling in talk to you soon um you got it thank you <laughs> make me laugh Ah, I got to give a big shout out to Cindy Perlman, my girl. I miss you. I love you. I love hearing from you. It's so good to see your face. I hope you're happy and well. We'll have to catch up soon, honey. Thank you for listening. Um, you guys, can we just like hang out more often? I just miss you to death. I just think it's so wonderful to be connected to who you are and, and to see your, your beautiful smiling faces. You know, I love Virgo. Now, a lot of y'all don't think I love Virgo. A lot of you think I hate – I get a letter from every sign going, I know you hate this sign. It's just not true, but it's like whatever. Um, I have Jupiter and Virgo, so you guys light me up. You make me laugh, honestly. I, I don't know why, but I think it is astrological. I look at a Virgo and I just like – they crack me up because their their humor is amazing. You know they're being cynical about something. Oh, and speaking of cynicism, we had our spiritual journey. I told you, me and my staff gave it a week to chill and not talk negative about people. Listen, okay, there was a day I blew it really bad. Um, but I decided that what 
the good that's coming out of this is I'm observing it. I'm aware of it way quicker than I used to be. I'm observing it way more profoundly. And it's like, wow, look at you. But I did a week. I did it for a week. I failed um, on uh, two occasions. But I did it. I'm, we're going to do it again. Me and my staff, we're going to go for another two weeks. But we aren't going until October. So we get to do talk some trash. No, I'm just teasing. But it was a good exercise in in – and looking at how we deal with cynicism and criticism and, and it brought me feeling closer with them. I want to do more exercises with them um, because I love them and I feel really close to them and their support. So same with you guys. If you want to join us on the next round, we're going to do it October 1st for two weeks. Um, it might be the first Monday, like near, I'll get, to, I'll get it more information to you, but we're going to try two weeks, no trash talk. <laughs> And see if we can do it. Just hold some nice spiritual intent inside our heads, okay? Um, I'm going to look more at the planets coming up in the future, but I would like to talk to Helen. She's been patiently waiting. She's got a birthday coming up. Hi. Hey, Helen. How you doing? I'm doing good. Your chart is so similar to the woman I just talked to in terms of placement, but you are a Virgo with a Leo moon and a Scorpio rising. And you probably knew that, but I'm, I, I have to let the audience know so they know. Like Scorpio rising now, the exact opposite of the caller before is on the rising sign. And so people can sort of track where I'm putting your planets in. Hey, Helen, what brings you to call the show? Well, it's almost my birthday, and yes. I thought I would check in. You know, I called you last year for my birthday, too. So it's my present to myself. Oh, I love that. That's so sweet. Okay, good. So you just want to see what's going on for the year, for this time period. Is there anything bugging you? Uh, you know. <laughs> You're a Virgo well, in I the think... 11th house. There's a lot of things bugging you, right? <laughs> 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 I think you're right. There's an emotional hangover going on right now, but um, I just wanted to see if there was any high points or anything I should be yeah, aware of coming it. up, that kind of yeah. thing. Okay, absolutely, sweetheart. First of all, you're a true service humanitarian. You think in terms of the world in a global sense. You're a force to be reckoned with when people disagree with you, I think, on your ideologies because you have very, 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 very strong ideologies, meaning that you believe in something like whatever the cause you're going to be a part of, you believe in it, you'll research it, you don't put up with any BS when it comes down to what is what is moral and integrity. Um, people like you, in my opinion, are um, you want to be honest honest around them. You want to be real around them. They are going to bust you if you're if you're not telling the truth and they're going to get to the blow the surface of things really kind of quickly. Now, I get that because your son and all that Virgo, number one, Virgo is a service sign for sure. It's a, it's a sign that sees the flaws and things, that tries to make things better, self-sacrificing, but also it's in the house of Aquarius, the other idealist. So when those two things combine together, the person becomes an absolute radical in a great way, and you'd be a good force to have on your our team. But uh, no buts. That's just it. Now, in addition to that, we have your Leo at the midheaven. When you do something, you take a person like that with all that integrity and you give them a job and Leo is the ruler of that job. What's that person going to be like? Proud of their work. <laughs> if they're proud of their work, they're doubly making sure that everything's in integrity and in alignment. And Jupiter is at the very top of your chart. Now, if they're not praising you with whatever you do, if at work or if you if you, even if you're self-employed your stuff is expanding you are starting to be seen this is a lucky 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 expansive time for you with regards to career because jupiter is right there as we heard earlier jupiter's at 11 degrees of leo the your career house is eight degrees of leo they're kissing it's right there but then we have a moon to contend with and next year jupiter's going to hit your moon and i tell everybody this i've never seen jupiter hit somebody's moon where there wasn't some good that came from it some expansion some some opportunity that arose and this looks like a school or teaching opportunity it also looks an opportunity to travel because the ninth house, which the moon rules, um, is involved. Now, this year, all that's going to happen this year. This is, We're talking a 365-day cycle. Now, we have 
uh, you just went through Saturn crossing your ascendant. You just said no to a bunch of people. You just said no to a bunch of things. You just put up boundaries big time. And you just said <clears throat> to the world, I have a mission. I'm getting serious about what I want to do. And I'm, on a, and I'm on a roll with it. And I'm going to follow through with it. And now... I think it's going to do, you're going to crack open, you're going to start walking into, if love haven't, it hasn't entered the picture yet, love is about to enter the picture. There's a sort of change in how you view romance. There's a change in the way you've um, dealt with um, how your picture of what romantic love looks like. It's expanded actually, and it's really changed uh, dramatically. And I think if you haven't already hooked up with somebody, okay, so let me put it this way. If you're hooked up, then the, this love could manifest itself as um, even a child. Um, and it could manifest itself as uh, even greater than it was and or as a project, something that you love like cr to create. That's why we have children. The fifth house is creation. It's children. It's art because that's a creation. Children are creations. Um, it's a productive use of your spirituality, which is really expanding and opening up. We're bringing in a new sense of you here. We're bringing in a new sense of what you believe in. Now, I believe so much in what I just told you, how much of it is BS and how much of it is on for you. Oh, no, I think, I think you're right about a lot of things. While I'm, um, I am married and have been for some time, um, I I think you're right in that I feel I look at my relationship in a different way these days. So I think yeah. that's a big thing. Spirituality, yeah, I have had a lot of changes in this last year. I mean, huge, huge changes. So I buy that too, yes. Nice. I'm so excited for you because something is going to birth through you. I'm not kidding. And I'm not just playing that word. Something's going to birth out. There's creative thing, an uh, option coming through for you. And it could be artistically. So check that out because this is a time. And I mean this from the bottom of my heart. If you want something, this is the time for you to believe in it, to desire it, and to watch it manifest. This is like what we call a Cinderella aspect coming up. I'm so excited for you. So you got to make a wish, make a wish, and hold it tight. Not just one, make a million. And don't, and don't believe a word about that. Careful what you wish for shit, right? It's just don't believe that because you are part of a loving divine force that understands what you need, understands what you really want. So you don't worry about things like that. You trust the divine process here. Make your wishes. This is the year to do them. And I want to be the first, maybe the second person, maybe the third to wish you a very happy birthday, honey. It's a great year for you. This is, a, to me, a year, one of the most profound years for you and one that I think you will be recognized finally for some of the stuff you're doing and keep an eye on, are you working now? Is it possible that you could get an advance at work of some kind? You know, um, I'm actually, <laughs> work-wise with some new things have come up and I'm still in the practice stages of what I think I want to do, but oh, good. it's opening up and it's looking really good. It's going to look really good. No, I mean, if you don't have a job yet, if you're like still entering the workforce, when Jupiter hits that moon and we're looking at probably spring of next year to summer, you're going to be blown away. Awesome. This is going to be a 365 days you will remember. Happy birthday, sweetie. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mark. I appreciate it. Absolutely. It's a delight talking to you. Take care of yourself. So you guys, you see that what's moving forward here, we've got that Jupiter and Leo. So we're starting to feel prideful. We're starting to feel good about what we have. We're starting to want to feel good about this. What we're doing on an emotional level is we're sort of bringing the voice of the Father to its fullest expansion. The voice of the Father the Father, not God the Father. It could be. But for for us, it's the voice that says, look, I'm here for you. I'm not going to betray you because you make a choice that falls on you. And you all, every one of us, should practice this. Okay? We should get to the point where we're really feeling a sense of um, support internally, where we can make choices and go, you know, what the heck? You know, let me let me risk it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna die if this happens. And if I did, you know, I believe I'll be okay. You 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 don't turn on yourself. You treat yourself as if you had the child doing the same thing. You'd be surprised how much we abuse ourselves and don't even know it. I don't even think you'd be surprised. I'm certainly not surprised at how much I beat myself up, and I really do. 
Now, this weekend we have Mercury and Uranus um, opposing each other. There's a, there's a lot of intense activity. Love is in the air big time. Mercury-Uranus oppositions are when there's a decision that needs to be made or there's an urgency that needs to be made or there's a manic energy in the air that we that ideas that get born open. And um, we use them to discover ourselves anew. And I think you're going to find that an outside force, and just look for it, an outside force that's sort of the aha that goes off in your head. Like what changes your way of thinking? What brings you to a new um, level of uh, maybe enlightenment? Or um, what, what's that idea that just went off that you're like so like excited about? At the same time, we're going to lose Mars in Scorpio. So this intense focus, this intense fear, the paranoia that Mars can bring when it's in Scorpio. See, it starts out all nice. See, whenever the planets change sign, they start out nice. Mars in Scorpio at first is like, ooh, we get out of that superficial Libra and we get to have passion. And then a month later, we're like, I'm obsessed. <laughs> And we need a breather. And so on Friday, wait, when is that? Friday? That is Saturday at about 3 o'clock in the afternoon on Pacific time. Mars is going to leave that Scorpion. I want you please to pay attention to it. Now, the first day a planet leaves a sign, on the first day a planet leaves a sign, um, we get, um, we can get wonky. We can feel a little lost. It's like a void of course moon sometimes. But on the second day, it starts gaining momentum in that new sign of Sag. It starts feeling, we start feeling the spirituality. Now, Sag, when you're tired of Scorpio, ain't nothing more refreshing than a Sag. When you're tired of Libra, ain't nothing more refreshing than a Scorpio. Works like that. When you're tired of Virgo, ain't nothing more refreshing than a Libra. <laughs> but they all saturate. You know what I'm saying? You get saturated. You start feeling like, okay, I've had enough nitpicking. <laughs> I've had enough service. You think Mother Teresa maybe woke up one time and said, I ain't in the mood to feed another hungry person today. <laughs> what, if? what if, right? So, okay. Now, my point, Mars is near the end of the rope on Scorpio, and we might be getting near the end of our rope with the intensity, with the obsession. You might get a little obsessed, right? And nothing, nothing will heal us more, in my opinion, in a, in a superficial way, and I mean this superficially, than kicking on the observer. To watch yourself do something and leave it at that, no abuse, no blah, 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 you shouldn't do that. Just like, look what I do. Look at me talking. Look at how much I leave my body because I'm so nervous. Whatever. The observer changes everything. I don't know why. I do know why. I have theories. But the observer, all the spiritual, the really powerful spiritualities will mention the observer because when you're watching what you do, just watching it, you, you suddenly, it's in your awareness. And the next time you're doing it, you're aware of it. And it's like, ooh, I kind of tired of that energy. All right. Let's take another call, Christy. want to talk to, um, I, I mean, I'll talk to anybody you can see, but Lori, Diane, whatever's easy for you to grab. Mark. Hi, Laurie. How are you? Um, I'm awesome. And you? <laughs> You're so sweet. I'm good, too. It's so good I to be. I spoke with love... you four years ago, and I'm just trying to get a little bit of an update from then. Nice. You know what's so funny? You're a Virgo. Um, you just had a yeah. birthday happy belated, by the way. You had... Thank you. Your son in Virgo is in the 11th house, exactly the caller before you. Um, she said she spoke to me a year ago. You're saying four years ago. It's so amazing. Your moon is in Capricorn, however, and your rising sign is Libra. And you have a packed 11th house. So the same thing holds true for you about this intensity of uh, this commitment, this inner morality you all have. But tell me what you want me to look at, and I will absolutely see what's going on. You know, any, anything at all. I have a similar story. I'll condense it. I, I, I relocated four years ago to take care of my mom, and that didn't work out well. It's all over now, and I'm, um, I moved into a whole different employment direction. So now what I've been doing is managed care. But, you know, I have, like, a short attention span, and so I'm hoping there's, like, a change or some sort, especially a location. But, um, yeah, there is. Anything at all. Okay, baby, oh, here you go. Awesome. 
First of all, Pluto is at the very, 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 very bottom of your chart. You are definitely doing soul searching here. You are going to get some answers mm-hmm. when you need them. This is a powerful time. I don't know how mom or dad plays into this, but it is a very parental aspect. Um, it's one of ancestry. Grandparents even play into this. So there's some, there's some support, but it is like you're going to look at your home in a whole different way and, and where you live. And I think you just want to bust either change it completely or bust out of it. At the same time, Jupiter is in Leo. Now, you know why that's a good thing for you. You probably do, but let me explain it again. Today, it sits on your Venus. Tomorrow, it sits on your Uranus. No, not tomorrow, but the next planet it hits is Uranus, about three or four days from now. Then it goes into your Mercury. Then it hits your Sun. Then it hits your Pluto. All of that's going to happen within the course of six months. When Jupiter comes along and says, look, we're going to free you from these shackles. We're going to break these chains that you're feeling because there's only one thing in your way right now. It's a Saturn opposing your Mars, and that's saying that you're feeling this incredible sense of duty and responsibility and you're about to bust that out it ends in september ah. no, okay so you're like i am so done with this and i think the thing is yes. <laughs> you've paid your dues right it's like that question i said why mother what if mother Teresa wakes up one day and goes i'm a little tired okay and with you it's sort of like yeah, I, so have I bet done- you did I bet she did too. And I think for you, you have given and given. You have that Libra rising. You do it with a smile on your face. You you came mm-hmm. in as a as a being that was like you, you came in this sense of like you have to pioneer everything on your own. You have to do it on your own. There's no help. And I think that is all cha- right. And I think you're changing it. And I think what you're saying is I I'm tired of this. I don't. I this doesn't serve me anymore. This uh, and and what happens now as Jupiter sort of expands you there's not a lot you have to do you're now neptune's coming up to your sixth house career i think you're going to get into a more spiritual career i think you're going to get into a career that's way more useful for you one that you appreciate more than than i think it has you've been able to appreciate in a long time but here's the beauty of it the most important thing that's going on in your chart right now is this jupiter transit and the pluto transit you're blowing up your ancestry you're getting rid of the belief systems you're a capricorn moon you are okay the blessing of a capricorn moon is everyone i have a capricorn moon in my life Everyone should have a Capricorn moon in their life because you guys do everything you because you can and you make it look good and you make it look easy. The bad part about having a Capricorn moon is you do everything and you make it look good and you make it look easy. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I mean, it's like, oh, my God, when do you get to let go? Well, Pluto, Pluto is letting you go. Pluto's setting you free. It really is. And that's Yay. the thing. That, I mean it. You are going to say – and it's going to be gorgeous because I think an insight is coming your way, a brilliant insight. And I'll tell you what, with Pluto and Capricorn now, it's trying your son. You found your power. You know what your power is. You know what your gifts are. I don't know if you're going to end up doing something for yourself like at home, but I think you're going to find a way based on this transit that's going on to actually do what you love which is like to be useful but to get paid for it and to get paid well for it. And exactly. I think, uh, honestly, you get through this, uh, September 25th, let Saturn do its little thing on you. You restructure your, your security any way you want. But for the next one, two, three, four years, Jupiter is going to hit every single planet in your chart that has to do with money, security, employment, um, and what's the uh, oh my gosh yeah uh, money security employment c- colleagues uh, career and what is this wait, wait a minute let me get the word for this it would be like changing who you're being associated with and so we're gonna see this expansion Yay. yeah I think the big thing is for you release 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 the judgments release the opinions release these people that you feel like you owe something to. And start acknowledging a lot of how you've been, like, you've been like a force, girl. You you give everything. It's just time to rejuvenate a little bit. And it's also time for you to, in my personal opinion, to make sure that you're getting something back. You're getting what you need back. But you don't have to do anything. You just have to kick on the observer. Be aware of what's happening in your process because this stuff's going to roll pretty fast. So I'm really excited for you, Lori. I think it's there's oh, hope, hope, that hope. That is such I, good news. I cannot even tell you. <laughs> yeah, I hope you're smiling because I am. So it's many a, obligations. I know you do, Wonderful. and you're so sweet. I know there's a lot of people who are lucky that got you on the way to this point, 
But God help the people who are expecting it from this point on, <laughs> because it's like you're going. I know that's it. what I say all the time, and and that's what they say to me too. So I, it's a that's a tough thing to do. But like I oh. said, I have an extremely. But if you're not here anymore, if you're hurt, nobody help gets helped if you're not here. So I love that you're looking right, at a way exactly. of it. Exactly. Oops, sorry. That's all right. I just exactly. I love that this is a great cycle for you, and I want you to let us know if you need any support. But good luck with it. You don't need it. You're on a you're on a roll, sweetie. Thank you so much, Lori. Thanks hugs a lot, to the Mark. dog. Thank you. Okay, bye, bye, baby. That's the dog. Yes. Uh, hugs to the dog. <laughs> bye, bye, honey. Okay, is Jennifer around? Hey, Mark. Jennifer, how are you? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. You have no idea. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I hear your voice in person. <laughs> it's fun. I love hearing yours too, little Leo that you are. Um, you are Leo oh. and you have a Sag moon and you have a Gemini rising. It's a comp- We've got it. We're changing it up a little bit for the callers that are coming in. We have um, now Gemini rising people. So at nine o'clock position, people listening might want to know that you're a Gemini rising so they can place some of the planets around your chart. What brings you to call the show jennifer oh my gosh riding the wave of the pisces supermoon (laughs) (laughs) i don't have a ton of water in my chart but i don't surf very well so i'm needing some (laughs) guidance on how to ride the wave of my life better you're so cute um i think i think with um my uh work I, yeah. I'm a writer. I mean, I'm working on a book, and I think I'm supposed to be doing that. But overall, can you just give me an idea of how to work my chart better for my work? <laughs> well, I mean, you're you are a writer. Your son's in the third house. You should write. It's absolutely perfect place for you to be. You're good at it. You're deep. You have the same sort of integrity of uh, the callers that I've talked about that are calling right now. Saturn is beating you up a little bit. Saturn is saying, "Wait a minute." There's certain things that are pulling on you in one direction, other things in the other. You're almost afraid to put yourself first because of these transits, because Saturn is always fighting. When Saturn fights like this, it's like it, it gives you an opportunity to say, "What is in my way? Is it a?" person is it a place um is it you know and so you get an opportunity to um you get an opportunity to sort of like let those two to do one and then the other not one or the other one of these things and then the other one of them is learning um giving seeing the like seeing the bigger picture of life like helping humanitarily if you want the other one is putting yourself completely first like diving into your your own passions what you really love in life and then the other one is like then you go back like let's help the world let's give a little bit but you can't do both at the same time oh my gosh that's my life i never know i'm constantly trying to balance how much i give and how much i take care of myself Oh, absolutely. And right now it's magnified more than ever because Saturn's fighting with Saturn and it's not going to last very long. The last hits October. And so we just basically what the lesson and and what I've been saying all week, what the takeaway is. um, And I know that phrase will get old for me in my own mind. But what you get to take with you on this is the um, that it doesn't matter. Which there's no greater one or no worse one, but it's like you once you immerse and, and decide and make a choice, immerse into it, go all the way into it, and then let it go, and then take a breather and go do this other thing. But that choice thing and that fight isn't going to last very long. I mean, I think what we're going to see here with the help of Jupiter on your sun, I might add. Now, first of all, I want to ask, is there any chance you're thinking about moving? Because that's Jupiter going into the fourth house. It's it's on your sun. Is there any, or are you getting a new change in the home in any way? Well, yes, and here's the deal is um, my partner and I, we're both photographers and writers. And we had a business and we moved home and started working. So I thought, oh, well, maybe that's it. Well, the transition has felt kind of slow. And so financially we feel like, well, maybe we need to move and downsize. But at the same time, we're not feeling we're not feeling the opening to move. That's so, right. Um, and he actually has he has Jupiter in his fourth house right now. So okay, I don't know. I would like to stay where I am, but I, of course the money has to be there as well. 
Well, it's not you're not getting any help from Saturn because if Leo rules your fourth house and Saturn is still fighting you there, it's still asking you to clear to to get clear on what you want to do and let the house kind of take care of itself. But but what I think is going to happen is this time in spring we're going to see you starting to get the opening that you've been looking for because we need to get Jupiter closer to your fourth house. But right now it's way too much for you to make a decision about that. You have to sort of chill a little bit. But I do think a move is coming. I think it'll be effortless. I think it'll come based on the fact that you'll want to do a little more moving around to talk about what you've been up to and what you're doing. And I think that that is just need some time. We need Saturn to sort of like, you know what Saturn says to me? Get rid of all these elements that are distracting you. Kick people out that are no longer good for you, not out of your home, but out of your lives. Get these things that you yeah. feel obliged to somewhere else. And that's what Saturn's saying. Say, start saying no. You know, one of the things okay. I learned this weekend, a phrase I got, um, I told Louise I would remember this, was um, one of my biggest, most, the th- one of my things from her that I loved was she said, that is not my department. One of the things, like, in other words, when you're asked, like, should I move, should I not move? Well, right now, that's not your department to worry about. What's your department to worry about right now is your passion, is is your security, your sense of safety, not the future. And so it's like this this cycle of Saturn right now is saying, like, first thing is anything that's in the way of you getting what you want, anything that's in the way of you feeling where you're feeling blocked, those blocks have to go. And it might be a person, it might be a place, it might be a thing, it might be a car, it might be a, a bill, but that has to go first because that's the thing you wake up with in your head every day and that's the thing that keeps you from your love, your joy. And so anything that's keeping you from your joy, anything that's adding a sense of guilt, those things have to go. They just have to go. Okay. And there's, it's, you don't need a reason for it. You don't need a discussion about it. You just, certain things just have to go. They do. And I think you'll start noticing those things because what we got to do is you gotta, you're in a cycle now where you should be living your life from a place of like un, 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 uh, unburdened. You know, and whatever is an extra yeah. burden, let's get rid of it. This is good advice for everybody. But whatever is an extra burden, you don't need. And so quit okay. if you can quit worrying about the the choices that you're making are they good or bad or what it's like make the choice like does this serve me is this fulfilling me and that's the cycle right now because Jupiter is going to just keep bringing the gifts you're in a great Jupiter cycle you know I always look to Jupiter but it's on your sun it's it's away from your sun by 3 degrees and then it's going to hit your fourth house and then I think that's when we're going to see some the explosion happen like where you're just very clear cuz it hits your mercury and so I think we're going to see you as like, oh, my God, I got it. I know where I want to be and how I want to present myself and who I, who I want to say I am. And then it's like that's all she wrote. Okay. And I, I am feeling so much better since Jupiter went into Leo, obviously. Yeah. But I, um, can, you, can you tell me about my income? Will it increase in all of this as well so I can help clear out some of these issues? Yeah, I think that what you're feeling now is the income is being blocked a little bit by the Saturn square. And I think that, that we're looking for things that um, you can't not have an increase with Jupiter around. And so what we want to do is make sure that there's – Saturn's trying to tell you something. I do get this block thing. I can't really explain it to you. But if you take a good look at what you think might be a block – like if there was a flow of water coming at you, but it couldn't get through because your attention was somewhere else, what would you have to remove? And if that block were a thing, an event, a bill, a problem, what would you have to move to sort of allow it to flow in? And I think that there's that block right there, whatever it is. If it's if it's somebody else in your life who's not well, if it's um, just an ideology, if it's something from your past – those are the things you have to sort of consciously release. Does anything come to mind or yes, no? Well, actually, uh, like a hint of all of that. <laughs> so, okay, good. You know, trying to be, and be confident in my, my own belief systems. Um, and I'm assuming since I'm in my Chiron return that that has a lot to do with it as well, my own spirituality. And Your wound. The yeah. thing that you considered your wound that, that, that prevents you from moving forward was the wound that I, that I feel everybody's pain. Or I'm not going to feel everybody's pain. And it's like that will take care of itself. You don't have to think, overthink the Chiron thing. What I think you have to do is constantly come in and say what supports you because that's going to expand back out to everyone else. What's burdening you? That thing you have to just take a minute 
Yeah, go ahead. Ken Leo, I guess I'm working on a book right now, and I'm a photographer and a writer, and it's all about loving the world and and um, telling about my my experiences traveling and writing about the synchronicities that got me where I am. And so I um, I think just loving the whole globe is my yeah. what I'm writing about. And that fights with the, the Saturn. That's what Saturn's fighting you now. Yes, yes, yes. So I think that what you get to do is take that all the way. See what the blocks are to that experience and what you're expressing. We're going to run out of time, but that's some homework for you in the in your t- quiet time. Where you know what keeps this river flowing fully? Get that block kicked. All right, sweetheart. Thank you. You Thank are you. awesome, and I appreciate you hit everything. Thank you Thanks, so much, Jennifer. Take care, honey. Good to see you. Okay. Uh-huh. Bye. Bye. Okay, guys. Thank you. I'm sorry we didn't get to take more calls. I so love your attention and time with me um, this weekend. I want you to pay attention. I will post things on my Facebook page, facebook.com, Mark Husson. Whenever you see me like my own thing, it's just to promote it, to market it more. That's what they say to do. Next up is the amazing psychic cat. And I'll tell you what. You guys are rock and rollers. Christy, thank you so much for your support and flawless help. I'll see you guys this week. One, two day is Friday, and you might know what that means. All right. Take care, everybody. Thank you.
that you dare to dream really do come true Someday I'll wish upon a star and wake up where the clouds are far behind me Where troubles melt like lemon drops away above the chimney tops That's where 